good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Depending on where you may be and on the world today, we thank you for tuning in to the Being Love in Action podcast. And I'm your host, Kenya C. Williams of Kenya C. Williams Ministries. And we invite you to walk with us today while we walk through a special text in the Bible. We're going to be walking through today, 2 Samuel 6 chapter and verse 16. So we encourage you to pull out your journals, fill your coffee and teacups, sip your water and listen with an open heart and mind while being inspired, empowered and even challenged as we share through the gospel of Jesus Christ what it means to being love in action. Well, good morning. Thank you for tuning in. And we are so excited about what God is doing and the word that he has for us on today. Amen. Listen, today we're going to be talking about the capacity connection. In other words, we, we're, the question that I pose to you today is does the person connected to you have the capacity to handle what you carry on the inside of you by being able to celebrate with you or will they eventually despise you? I'm going to ask that question again and I'm going to say it a little bit slower so that you can catch the words. Amen. Does the person connected to you have the capacity to handle what you carry on the inside of you? Will they be able to celebrate with you or will they eventually despise you? And we're going to walk through second Samuel six chapter and 16 verse. Amen. And I want us to look at the relationship between David, King David and his very first wife, Michael. And I'm going to read the text and the word of God says, as the ark of the Lord was entering the city of David, Michael, the daughter of Saul, watched from a window. And when she saw King David leaping and dancing before the Lord, she despised him in her heart. I'm going to read that. I'm going to read this last part again, because this is so important to what we're what, what I'm going to share with you on today. Can I encourage you as I encourage myself on this morning? It says and, and I'm reading from the NIV translation. And when she saw King David, King David is her husband. Amen. She's talking about her husband. She says, the word of God says, Dave, King David was leaping and dancing before the Lord and she despised him in her heart. Can I share with you what is going on right now? Here is David, King David, as he is celebrating with the people of Israel, as the Ark of the Covenant was being ushered into the city of David. Amen. They had retrieved the ark and now play, bringing it to a place where the people of God, where it needed to be, amen, or where it was supposed to be. And as a result of this, 
King David was dressed, it says, if you go in, in verse 14, it says he was wearing a linen ephod, which is a priestly um, attire. In other words, this was a celebration, a moment, a time. And it says David was dancing before the Lord with all of his might. Can I, can I just stop right there for a minute? It said that he was dancing and leaping with all of his might. Why is that important? Because it is important when we talk about capacity connections to understand the people that we have connected to us. And the question I posed to you was, will they be able to celebrate you or will they be able, will they despise you initially? See, David was a king who had a wife. He he, he was a king that had responsibility, but not only was he a king, the Bible refers to David as a man after God's own heart. We know that he was not a perfect man, but we know he loved the Lord and that his heart was set on doing the will of the father. Even when as a man, he failed God sometimes. Can I, can I, I can I just get you to walk with me while I, I, I talked to you just for a brief moment about the importance of making sure that the person we have connected to us can handle the capacity of who we are in God. I, I need you to understand that there are three types of connections in our life that we will encounter our blood connection. That is a connection that in, embodies our f familiar or family relationships. It is our genealogy. It is our parents and our grandparents and our siblings, those are people that we did not have a choice on being connected to. Amen. They are connected to us by our bloodline connections. Amen. So that is a, a, a blood connection. And then there is a, a social connection. And that social connection is people that we encounter, our friends, uh, our associates, our business associates, our co-workers. Even our church body, because again, these are people many times in a social setting that we choose. We choose our friendships. We choose the jobs that we go on by accepting the um, the job application or job responsibility. Amen. So we choose our social connections. And, and but the third person or that third connection that that I really want to talk about this morning it's the that intimate connection. Can 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 I go there with you this morning? Um, we all are adults and we all um, understand what I mean when I say intimate connections. We're talking about those connections of relationships we choose. And I'm talking about in the intimate connection capacity. As a husband, a wife, a fiance or boy, boyfriend and girlfriend. And most of the times. With husbands and wives, we already know that there's an intimate relationship there. There's already a sexual relationship going on. Amen. There's a covenant relationship that has taken place. But for those of us who are not married and we are choosing mates, amen, husbands, future husbands and future wives. I need you to really listen to this. And then those who are boyfriend and girlfriends. Now, we know what the word of God says. It, it says that. You know, fornication is a sin. We, we shouldn't be having sex outside of the covenant relationship. But, but let's be real. We all have done it and some of us are still doing it. 
And I pray for those of us who are believers in Christ that we line up our lives to the word of God, because there's nothing more pleasing to God is when we live according to the will of the father. Listen, we all sin and we all fall short of the glory of God. And that's not what the focus of this conversation is about, because, you know, we, 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 we want to make sure that as we begin to choose our intimate connections. And I'm going back to what I asked the question from the very beginning. Do they have the capacity to handle what you carry on the inside? I, I know they may look good to you. Come on, somebody. Maybe he's fine and maybe she's fine. And on paper, y'all look good together. You know, he has all these accolades and she has all these accolades and accomplishments and Y'all look good together. You know, even if you you've been intimate with that person, even the intimacy is off the chain. But do I, I pose the question to you yet again? Do they have the capacity to handle what you are carrying on the inside of you? Because understand if they don't have the capacity to handle what's on the inside of you. Can I share something with you? Disaster is knocking at your door. Despisement is knocking at your door. In other words, you will not live out the full capacity to who God has called you to be when you are connecting with someone who does not have the capacity to connect with who you are and who God has called you to be. So here is David. The king. A husband, a priest, all of the accolades he's wearing. But in this moment, the Bible says in verse 14 that David was dancing before the Lord, not with some of his might, but it said all of his might. In other words, David was dancing undignified. I think it was Fred Hammond that had the song. It says, I will dance like David danced. It implies the fact that David had an undignified praise. In other words, it didn't matter who was next to him. It didn't matter who was watching him in the streets of the city of David. He worshiped the father with no limitations. In other words, he had an undignified praise and worship for the father. He was able to release into the atmosphere. Not as David, the king, David, the husband, but as David, the worshiper. Now, I want you to remember this. It said that his wife, watch this, his wife was watching from a window. See, see, that's that that right there, let alone lets you know that she was out of position. See, Michael, being the wife, should have been near where her husband was. The person that you are connected to needs to be able to worship and praise the Lord at the same capacity that you do. Because if they don't, the Bible says that as she watched him, he wasn't committing sin. He wasn't 
trying to flirt with another woman. He wasn't doing something out of order. He was worshiping his creator. It said that she despised him in her heart. Do you not understand? As you begin to choose a mate. And I need you to hear me, people of God. When you begin to choose a husband or wife or boyfriend or girlfriend in the beginning stages, before you get to the fiance stage or engagement, you need to take away the layers and understand that if that person you are aligning yourself with does not have the capacity to handle who you are, that relationship will not work. Eventually, they will despise you. See, she didn't understand that God blessed her with a man that could guide her and allow her to be the best Michael she could be. But she was stuck in herself. And she was focusing on her own thoughts and her own feelings. She wasn't even worshiping God. Can I be honest? It wasn't even about David in that moment. It was about the return of the Ark of the Covenant. A moment for God's people to rejoice. But here she was in her feelings. Instead of worshiping God, who am I speaking to this morning? Listen, I've been there jokingly. I, can I be honest with you? My friends call me the runaway fiance. They do. They call me that I, I just had uh, lunch the other day with two of my best friends and they they tease me. They say one of them say, girl, Kenya always will get a man to want to marry her and, buy, and get her a ring. But she don't never walk down the aisle. I want to know when we going to have a wedding because she ain't nothing but the runaway fiance. And we laughed about it. But then I said to both of them, I said, you know what? I'm glad that I have enough sense to know when God says no. I can get all the rings, have all the propositions in front of me, but I cannot connect myself to a man, no matter how much he loves me. Watch this and how good he may be if he does not have the capacity to carry who I am to handle, because eventually he will begin to despise me. Because he does not have the capacity to go where God is bringing me to. He has to be able to love me enough to handle what I carry on the inside of me. Am I saying that his call has to be the same? What I'm saying is that we both have to be able to handle just like I have to be able to handle what he carries. And I had sense enough, even if it came down to the 13th hour after the date had been set to know I have to be obedient to what God is saying. And even though they clown me and they tease me, they still respect who I am and they understand. And it's nothing against my, my, my past, you know, fiance. It's nothing against them. 
But the reality is we got to make sure that we are connecting our lives when it comes to covenant relationships. To being with people that can carry what we have inside of us. I don't think that David really thought that his wife, the woman that he shares a bed with, intimacy. When you are intimate with a person, that's when soul ties begin to happen. Do you know the power in that man was flown, would flow through her as well? They were no longer two, they were one. When you connect with someone, you become, your journey becomes part of their journey and vice versa. So it is imperative to your life that you are connecting to someone that can carry what you handle on the inside of you. Because what you carry on the inside of you, it's God's purpose and divine will for your life. What am I saying? What am I saying? I just want to encourage you with this word on today to make sure that you are not looking just from a physical perspective. Yeah, I know we all men, you are attracted by what you see, but let, let's be real. We need to be more mature in the spirit for those who have been walking this Christ life for a while now. We need to be we need to understand that our eyes can be deceptive. Amen. Men of God, you need to be beyond just what, how fine she is, how pretty she is. You need to be looking at the substance of her character. And women, we need to look past just how much money he makes. Come on, can we be real this morning? Can I, can I be honest with you this morning? I have turned down relationships with men who had plenty of money. One of them saying, you don't even have to work anymore. I will take care of you. But I refused to allow money and the idea of being provided for and deal with stuff out of the will of God for my life. You know what I told, one, told someone one day? God is my source. I thank God that I will never compromise who I am as a woman because of what a man can give me financially or materially. I need you to hear me. I don't know who I'm speaking to. Every woman wants a man that could provide. But watch this, since I was 18 years old, I've been on my own and I've provided for myself. And when I was married, my husband did what he could do. And, but I always did what I can do. But at this, in this season of my life, God is my source. He is everything to me. I have been, I've had all kinds of propositions. When it came down to material things that I could have said, okay, but what would you have to compromise to, in order to get something that is out of the will of God for your life because you are connecting to someone that does not have the capacity to carry who you are? 
a car is not worth it. A condo is not worth it. Thousands, hundreds, and even millions in a bank is not worth it. Women, I need you to hear me. Yes, it is important for the man to be able to provide, but that should not be the reason why you choose or, or, or accept a proposal from a man if that is not the man that God has for your life. And as a result of this word of encouragement on today, for every person that is listening under the sound of my voice, I want you to take from this word on today and understand that God is so mindful of us. He loves us so much that he created someone just for you and I. We don't have to settle for people that don't have the capacity to carry what God has placed inside of us. We know the story. David got him another wife after Michael and he got he had a whole bunch of wives. But Michael was the first wife. She possessed the power that no other woman had beside his mother. I need you to hear me today. But because she didn't have the capacity to carry who David was as the man of God, as the man that had the heart of God at his feet. The man who was a worshiper of God. She despised him. I pray that this word of God encouraged you on today. Man or woman, you know, if there's a relationship that God you're in, that God is saying that's not the one. Repent and walk away. I encourage you to know today that God loves you. So much more than anyone on this earth could ever love you. Amen. Listen, I pray that on today you were encouraged, you were inspired and even empowered. And maybe this word just encouraged you to think about what I call capacity connections. Listen, I don't know. For those who are listening, maybe you don't know God as your Lord and Savior. I encourage you to try him. Sometimes we let the world do whatever the world wants to do. Why not try Jesus Christ, the Lord of Lord and the King of Kings? The Bible tells us we all fall short of the glory of God. We all are sinners. But the Bible says all we have to do is we if we love God is, is repent. And we call it the the. Prayer of repentance. And tell God, you know, listen, this is who I am. This is what I've done. I'm sorry. I believe that Jesus Christ is the son of God, that he was raised from the dead. And the Bible says, you say that prayer, you believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is the son of God and he was raised from the dead. The Bible says you will be saved. It's just as simple as that. Listen, I pray that on today you were blessed. And, and, and I pray that on today, throughout the day, you will be mindful of the capacity connections in your life. Listen, I pray that you will meet me back here on next Thursday for the Being Love in Action podcast. We are available on the Podbean app and also available on iTunes. Listen, I love each and every one of you with the love of Christ. 
And until we meet again, may the blessings of the Lord be upon your life. Amen. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.